How's it going, Falcons? Welcome to another episode of the Falcon Views. I am your host, Juan, here with co-host Michael. Hello. And our producer, David, couldn't make it today, sadly, but in his replacement, we have, I don't know, this person, Lahe or something. Yeah, the advisor here. <laughs> yeah, Gabriel Lahe. I am here. We have a very special episode for, y- for you guys today um, with Mr. Martinez. Hey there. Uh, so, Michael, tell us what's been going on these past months since last episode. Yeah, it's been a while, like a very long while. I think almost like half a month or even a month. Yeah, it's been like about two, almost about two, two months. months. Almost two months. <laughs> yeah, I have very bad perception of time. But There's yeah, a lot, a lot of bad th- perceptions that you have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, a lot of. It's a list. It's a very long list. But hey, uh, a lot of stuff's been happening, like the the Game Awards. The Game Awards, Musk buying Twitter. Hurricane yeah, yeah, uh, Ian. Oh yeah, the hurricane. Well, yeah, been getting we, hit yeah. we did. We did that. Have that little hurricane. We have to worry. Yeah, yeah. talk about. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, back like a while ago, when I was little, my dad told me that we should like strap ourselves on the fences while there was a hurricane, so we could like be like Superman, which was like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's safe. <laughs> I don't even think that's. What's safe. with this random thoughts that you're just invoking in this situation here? Like, it, you, you strap yourself to a fence. Yeah, <laughs> so like you just fly, technically speaking. The winds of the hurricane. Yeah, I mean, you know, okay. the 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 more I. Sp- time i spend with you michael the more i i understand you but also the less i understand you and it's it's the weirdest <laughs> thing in the world <laughs> it's awesome so michael you have um something coming up right my birthday yeah your birthday how do you know i don't remember telling you david told me oh that's <laughs> man. That's so that scared me i'm like what <laughs> so how how much are you turning how old uh 37 37 wow yeah, i'm finally leaving my mother's basement <laughs> is this is this like years. you predicting the future to come? No, because we live in Florida and there's no basements in Florida, so I guess like the attic. <laughs> <laughs> or outside strapped to your fence. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so, Mr. Martinez, now that you're here, how was your day? How? It's it's good. Today was uh let's see, today was an eight day. Today was a fun day. Would you say that A days or B days are better for you? Well, I like A days. Uh, my students do the morning bar- broadcast in A days, and then I have a planning period, and then I have two classes, and the day is over. And uh, you're in my class. What level are you in? Uh, level two. Okay, fifth period. Yeah. Oh, they got punished. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> they got punished. What they do? They um. Instead of going out and shooting videos the way they're supposed to be, uh, a few of them were in the cafeteria, fifth period, watching the World Cup, and uh, a few of them <laughs> came back and <laughs> just took the memory card out of the camera and put it in the bin, meaning that they didn't shoot any videos. They just used the camera as a hall pass to go walking around school, and uh, they're being punished. Did they tell you who won? <laughs> <laughs> Not really. I'm, I'm kind of curious now. <laughs> <laughs> well... How you said something about planning period? Is it hard to plan classes, broadcast in the mornings? Well, I don't know about the core classes, but my class is easy to plan, and <laughs> it isn't. It isn't very hard. Most of the time on planning periods, I, I spend it fixing things, hmm. because uh, students always breaking things, hmm. and um, as if they come and tell me, I wouldn't mind it, but they break things and stick it back on the shelf, and then the next student grabs the camera and it's broken. Never could be me. No. <laughs> <laughs> so most of the time I spend it in the studio or 
outside in the editing suites just uh, fixing and tweaking things. All right, all right. Um, Michael? Yeah? You want something to ask Mr. Martinez? I've <laughs> I'm talking too much here. Nah, I think you're talking pretty fine. I was going to ask you, like, oh, oh, okay, maybe I should, like, face the mic so I don't, I mean, like, really quiet. <laughs> There's a mic. <laughs> yeah, but, like, what... What got you into this, though? I've I've been like really curious on like what got you into this. That's a good question. You know, if you asked me, I'm in my 17th year teaching. If you asked me 17 years ago that I would be teaching high school, I would have told you that you were full of you know what. I had no intentions of teaching high school. I spent close to 20 years working in the industry. I worked mostly for NBC Sports as a as a, a freelancer and um, mostly football and basketball and a lot of traveling my um, my phone would ring on Wednesday you know fly to Houston for Sunday's game and I would fly to Houston and set up work a camera or whatever they needed me for Sunday's game tear down Monday fly back be here two days and then go somewhere else but uh, I got tired and my wife said no more traveling so I opened up a little business, and um, I was doing video work here in town, anything from little cable commercials, wedding, quinces, and date schools fell in my lap, and uh, it became uh, a big client. I started doing a lot of work for them. I'll never forget my first job for date schools. They sent out bids for a video, how to install a baby seat in a school bus. <laughs> wait, wait. Okay. I got the bid and that's how it got me started it turns out there is a school I think it's called Hope North for yeah. girls that are pregnant yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. and so they take the baby once they're born so they can finish out the year but they started with you should be teaching you should be teaching with everything you know you should be teaching and the principal called me up and said you were recommended I'm opening up TV production in my school and I had just remarried and my wife wanted a baby and I didn't have insurance, medical insurance in my business. And uh, she said, why don't you do it for two years? So I did. And that was uh, in 2005. And I'm still here. My business is closed. And this is all I do. And I love it. Yeah. yeah. Where do you like traveling the most? That was something else. Well, I travel everywhere. I think my most interesting thing is uh, in 1992, you guys heard of the... Uh, Dream Team? Yeah. Dream Team? Yeah. The Olympics? Yeah. yeah. I was there. Oh, wow. Unfortunately, I was not working the basketball. I got stuck working the pool, swimming and diving and so forth. But I was there and uh, for the entire Olympics, and it was quite an experience. Very hot. Barcelona is very hot. Yeah. And uh, I met O.J. Simpson. <laughs> wow. And Nicole, our rest her soul. The um, NBC had chartered a cruise ship to be a hotel. So this is where we all stayed, crew and talent. So you're in my class. What's talent? <laughs> mm. um, right now, you are talent. Yeah, okay, yeah. They talent hear your is voice, but they don't see you. So, yeah. so the talent is the person in front of the camera or the microphone. Okay, yeah. yeah. That I, I remember doing definitions on this on my first year. There you go. But um, so this I is met not him a in reflection. the elevator. This is not a reflection <laughs> on your teaching. Just it's a reflection <laughs> on Juan's lack of attention. <laughs> Listen, most of my students, when they get to, 
the second or third level is they forget everything they learn in level one. But um, so I met him in the elevator. You know, hey, hey, you're O.J. Simpson. He goes, yeah, I am. Those big hands shook his hand, and that was it. That was my big thing too. Mm. So that was um, three years before, uh, allegedly, he killed Nicole. Nicole so. Well, that got dark. <laughs> so now you you know a little bit about my story. Well, that, that was nice, Mister. You said you've started working here in the in schools for some time now. What was your best experience in teaching? Well, um, I'll tell you my worst. <laughs> <laughs> we remember our worst. My uh, my first job fell through because we got a new superintendent. You, Mister Lahe, you remember Rudy Crew? Yes, I do. Okay. So Dr. Crew came in and froze everything and cutbacks, and I didn't get the job. And then in January, I got a phone call from Nautilus Middle School mm. that their TV production teacher was uh, in the reserves and got called active duty to Afghanistan. So I finished out the year there, and that was my worst experience. I will never, ever teach middle school again <laughs> middle school one. kids are so wild they're, they're like the a different creature <laughs> it's the hormones I, I i taught middle school i, I taught at a charter school and i first started teaching and it was six through twelve so i had a m one middle school class that they gave me and they were great kids but they were off like they were just constantly up and down up and down up and down it's it was it was nuts just crawl walls but like and then I, I, I would say i don't know i have I have to love what I do since I stayed here. It was only going to be for two years. But uh, I think <laughs> seeing some of the students that go through and go into the industry and make it big, um, that's really my favorite part. Have there been a lot of students that made it into the industry? We have quite a few. We have um, between Ms. Ozone and myself. Ms. Ozone is the other... Digital video technology teacher. Besides Ms. Osama and myself, we have quite a few um, in the industry. We have one that works for CBS, um, the late, uh, late night show. We have one that works for NBC for, um, now I forget the name of the show. Colbert Show. Well, that's CBS. CBS, Colbert Show, and... Um, NBC is uh, not Nightline, but um, the one where... Um, it's like a magazine show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, for I forget the name of the show, but it's Franco. Yeah. Well, no, Jessica. Oh, Jessica. Jessica yeah. Cornix. Franco is internship. His internship. His yeah. internship. He he did a full internship for the summer in Orlando. And, um, you know, Franco's one of a kind. He, he's a go-getter. Yeah, he is. He is. He is a go-getter. No, and, and you also, from this school itself, you have uh, Nicole who's, um, I forget her last name right now because she's married, um, but she's um, she's an anchor for Local 10. Right. Okay. You you I know that you guys had a reporter in uh, some small, like, Mississippi town. I forget it. She graduated back in 11. I forget her name as well. You guys have quite a bit of kids that have gone through the program and have excelled. How does that make you feel as a teacher, though? Like, you, you know, you guys were there with them, guiding them, teaching them, and to watch them now go into that field, 
right? Like, how does that make you feel as an educator? It makes me feel to keep my job because I love what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I'm here for 17 years, and it was only going to be two. But uh, I think one of my, my favorite stories is I had a young man at Michael Crop High School. That's where I was before I came to, to Ferguson. And um, <coughs> he went off to Tallahassee to Florida State. Big, big, big Seminoles fan. And um, his four years there, he interned here, interned there. So he started doing a lot of work for Fox Sports up there, covering the Knowles. Big Seminoles fan. So he graduates, and now it's time to get a real job. And his first real job is with a CBS affiliate in Gainesville covering the Gators. Oh. So <laughs> <laughs> he sends me a message in Facebook, Mr. Martinez, guess what? I have to cover the Gators. <laughs> Listen, as long as they're paying the bills, go Gators. <laughs> you, leave your, you leave your personal feelings at the door and you do your job. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Wow. Well, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> Martinez, sorry. I was about to call you. What was your name again? Michael. Oh, okay. I was about to call you Eddie. Because you're, in my, you're in my class, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, first period. First period, yeah. What a memory I have. <laughs> kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding, Michael. <laughs> yeah, uh, he knows my son, Eddie. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I've met Eddie before. So. Yeah, it's because uh, yeah, because I was with him in, like, Academy and stuff. It was, it was funny. Go. Yeah. <laughs> my wife's a teacher too. at Academy and so Yeah, cool. I never had her, though. But I mean, I I know her because I mean it's a small school. It's like, I think two condominiums. It's I think that's like what you call them. It's right? like maybe uh, half of the main building here, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. It's so insanely small. tells you how big Ferguson is. Yeah, well yeah. It is a big school compared <laughs> to others. It's a big campus. It's a huge campus. Yeah. Like, I had I to get an Uber to come over here from my classroom to Building Ten. <laughs> <laughs> we love it here in Building Ten. <laughs> Yeah, you're far away from everything. Nobody really bothers you. You got a nice view of the sports fields and everything. It's real. I don't even have a window in my section. Oh yeah, you don't. Uh. Kids come in and go, "Man, it's pouring outside." And I go, "Really? I don't. E I don't even hear it." Yeah. Oh yeah, it's so closed. Like, in yeah. But the one thing I will say, as as a as a teacher here, um, because I remember, because I've been at Ferguson. This is my 16th year at Ferguson, so I remember what the old TV production studio looked like um, when they made the renovations. Like, how? First of all, how did that come about? Did you get any input? And how did it feel once it was done and you saw how great it looks? Because it's because honestly, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, I'm jealous. There's times I walk into the media center and I look, especially when it first opened, and I walk in, I'm like. <clears throat> And I walk out because I'm a little bit bad because <laughs> it's such a beautiful setup. Oh, oh, the, oh, the oh, ringtone. The ringtone. Speaking of my son. That is an amazing ringtone. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but with the new the, the new setup in, in your studio uh, and everything, you know, how did it come about? Did you get any input? You know, how did it feel once it was completed? Well, actually, I'm the one that did everything. That is amazing. Yes. Mm -hmm. What happens wow. is every year oh. at the end of the year, we uh, – we do a big fundraiser, and at the University of Miami's uh, Basketball Arena, we do five cameras set up, and we do a production of, uh, I think this past year we had 16 graduations, Palmetto, Killian, Coral Gables, Coral Park, Barella, Braddock, us. I mean, it's just three graduations per day, and um, we broadcast it live on the Internet, and we record it, and we sell the recordings, and we make a lot of money. So what happens was, little by little, I, 
I started buying high definition cameras and then I bought some high definition monitors and a video switcher and so forth. And one summer I came in with a couple of students and we just took all the old stuff out and put all the new stuff in. <laughs> now I'm working on getting better lighting. But um But even like like with like the the way you guys have your your uh the, the window, you know, like that 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 close enclosed space where it's it's uh the that window was, that was Mr. Villalobos. You know, uh, Donald Trump couldn't build a wall, but Mr. Villalobos built me a wall because yeah, that, it used to be that when testing came about, we were relocated anywhere. Right. And uh, my program pretty much stopped. And for years, I kept hearing you can you can't build a wall. The fire hazard fire hazard Villalobos came in and. There was a wall, and it looks really nice. The yeah, it's, it's amazing. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's such a beautiful setup. And then and then the uh, career and technical department, because I am a CTE teacher, he came through, and he bought me 35 computers, and now they're all lined up. It's amazing. And, um, it's amazing. We have it all set up. You you work at Michael. Michael's one of my cameramans yeah. in the uh, morning show. Yeah, one of those computers almost blew up when I was doing one <laughs> of my renders. It was really funny. <laughs> 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 Why is it that every time you're touching something, <laughs> it feels like it's gonna blow up? I felt like I feel like my equipment here is gonna blow this up. It blows up right now. You know, the little like setup. The little setup you have here is really nice. Um, years ago, when I started here, I was teaching. Uh, they call it sound engineering, and pretty much it was it was thrown at me. I'm here. I Dan, Mr. Sal retired. I don't remember. Yeah, Danny Sal, great guy. Okay, he's the one that. Mr. Ferguson TV, but I've known Danny back in my old days when I was working in the industry and so yeah. forth. And um, he ran into me and he says, I'm retiring. And I said, oh. And I, I would drive 26 miles to go to Michael Crop and 26 miles to come back. So um, he recommended me and because I'm more like him, you know, yeah. twinkle thing, fix things, yeah. rewire. So um he recommended me, so I get the job, and all of a sudden, it's like I look at my, oh, wait, I'm teaching TV production, and I'm teaching three classes of sound engineering. And I know sound. Back in my young days, I mixed for bands and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, okay. So what I did was my second year of sound engineering, they changed it to digital audio. I set up one of the little booths that we have. I put a... I set it up, mixer, a couple of computers, mic, like a little radio station, and then I would teach the kid a little bit about radio and call letters. Do you remember what call letters are? Call letters. Call letters. No yeah. idea. No idea. Mr. Lahe knows You pull call up my letters. definitions. Okay. Well, <laughs> if you listen to the radio, for example, you WNBC. listen BC. If you listen to Power 96 twice an hour, they have to say, you're listening to WPOW, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and the yeah. Palm Beaches. That's mm -hmm. how the FCC mm -hmm. identifies who's who. Mm -hmm. So I told, you know, so I would give them 20 minutes to go in there and do their own little radio show. And um, yeah, a lot of interest in a lot of them. Okay, it's your turn. I don't want to do it. So they were shy. They didn't want to you know, talk on the mic. Mm -hmm. So that didn't last very long. But then, uh, luckily, they canceled the digital audio, and I stuck. Strictly to video and TV. But Did you teach them how to, like, bother truckers with uh, their radios and stuff? How to what? How to, like, bother truckers. The people are, like, in trucks and stuff. <laughs> what? Michael, why would you want to bother truckers? 
Because that'd be like really funny. Where is the like, connection? Because oh, <laughs> they got radio too, you know? Yeah, but they have radio it's, they it's listen it's to. It's Are you CB? talking about a CB radio? <laughs> yeah, CB radio. No, no, no. Michael. <laughs> there is schools, you know, the, the FCC will grant you a school license. So you can have your own school radio station and they'll grant you a legal license and you can get a transmitter that they give you like a mile range around the school so that in this area they could hear your radio That's station. That's actually pretty amazing. I don't know radio. if you still do it or not, but Piper High School in Fort Lauderdale used to have that years ago. They used to have their own little radio station. You know, it's funny, like, y- I always... When I was a kid, y- um, like 90210, right? Right. It was a big, big show. They, they had, had a, they they had had a radio a show. A radio. They had a little booth school. and everything, and, and they would yeah. play their music. And, and I always like, I wonder if schools actually do that. Because I went to Miami High. My, my, my TV production teacher, my man, was Joseph Underwood. He just retired. Yeah, he just, re- he just retired. Um, and, and just recently, be, um, because of COVID, they postponed the the Hall of Fame induction, and now he's an official he's ha- Hall of Famer at Miami High. Um, but you know, at Miami High, and Joe Underwood is like you know Mister TV Production for the county, or was, and we never had any of that kind of stuff, or even any of this kind of a setup. Yeah. And so I was wondered if if people did that. I didn't know that was like a thing. Yeah. Well, Piper High School is the only one I know down here that. That has, a, and they have a legal radio station. Surprised Columbus so Senior High School hasn't done it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Those people are, like, rich. And, <laughs> and Ransom. Ransom? So, oh. so, so now that you are, you know, you, you've been here, you, uh, been teaching for 17 years, um, where do you see yourself um, as far as in this perspective this profession in the next, you know, five, 10, 15. Well, I'm, I'm old. Yeah. I'm 70 years old, dude. 70, 70. Wow. I, I would I never have yeah, guessed 70. I'm 70 years old. So my wife says, when are you going to retire? I said, the day that you see the coroner brings the gurney in and wheels me out. That's when I'm retiring, but I have no intentions. I feel great. I get up every morning and I want to go to work. I enjoy what I do, and I always tell my students, whatever you choose, you want to get up in the morning, you want to go to work. You don't want to go, oh, man, I got to go to work today. Yeah. yeah, bummer. So I enjoy what I'm doing. I've been in this school 12 years. Wow, time flies. Yeah, 16 years for me here. And you, Mr. Lai, when he had hair, I mean, I'm not <laughs> 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 I shaved my head. I, I, I do want to admit to that. I am get, I am balding more than, than I was when I first started, but... I shaved my head. No, I don't. Do you remember Mr. Ellis, the choir teacher yes. we had here? Yeah. Well, he had a lot of hair and a big ponytail. I look at Mr. Ellis now, he's bald. Yeah, like, he shaved wow. his head too. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> marriage tends to do that. Well, too. I've been this way with this hairdo since I was like 23 years old. Wow. So wow. Yeah, I started losing it. Um, out of curiosity, about like that mile radius thing, can you like set up a radio at McDonald's and be like, hey, shh, I need a six piece? Can you get me, like, a six-piece? <laughs> Michael, I think you're a little confused about radio. You're talking about a walkie-talkie. That's oh. a walkie-talkie. I'm talking about what we're doing right here, right now. If you really want to do it illegally, you go on the Internet and you get yourself a transmitter, pick a, a frequency in between, like Miami has a 99.9 and a 99.1. So you get yourself a transmitter that transmits in frequency 99.5, hook it up, put an antenna outside, and crank it up. 
And it all depends how much power you got. But now you got yourself a radio station. But what's going to happen? The FCC is going to come get you and give them some time and they'll track you down and they'll come and get you and uh, either give you a fine or confiscate the equipment and arrest you. But uh, to (coughs) order McNuggets, that's a, you know, you get a walkie-talkie and you get a walkie-talkie and you can talk to each other, but it's not. That's not what we're talking about when we're talking about a radio like this. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> legally we have to put an antenna. Oh wait, first get a license. Legally, you have yeah. to get a license. Yeah, and the FCC is not really issuing licenses, mm-hmm. so you would have to buy an existing license and change the program, and then you're going to upset a lot of people that are listening to to this music. I mean, it just reminds me of just funny take story. Take ninety nine point nine. I no, I knew a DJ, and um, he worked. The graveyard shift, and uh, it was Power 96, and I'm talking about years ago, and um, they were, what happens is all the transmissions for this area, Dade County, is in the county line road by the stadium. You see all the towers? Yeah. That's where all the TV and radio, so they were moving everything to one area, so they had to sign off at a certain time for like three hours while maintenance shifted everything. So what he did was <laughs> he started um, talking on the air, saying that he's tired, he doesn't feel good, he doesn't want to work anymore, and he had people calling in and people, okay, I want you to repeat this line. You're listening to Power 96. And you hear the caller say, you're listening to Power 96. And, ah, you're not going to do it. I'll, yep, reject. <laughs> so finally when it came to time, he goes, well, I've been trying to find a replacement for me, and I can't find anybody. So, the heck with it. I'm just going to go. I'm leaving. Goodbye. And you hear, <laughs> for three wow. hours. He almost got fired. <laughs> That's funny. You know? That's funny. That's so crazy. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> just someone driving, and then you just hear, you know, I don't know. That scared me, honestly. Be like, well, oh. Ferguson Good Radio coming that. soon. Legally getting that. Okay, so I'm here. What are you guys going to do with this podcast we're recording? Well, we're gonna we're gonna like put it through Anchor, and then we're like gonna put on Spotify, and then the world can hear you. Yeah, we usually get like a million to two million people listening the podcast. Yeah, like Uh, like entire world listening to it. Yeah. So So you guys, you guys should send me when the next the new next podcast is, and we can start promoting it. Oh. Well, the goal the goal is has always been to do it once a month. Okay. Um, last month we didn't get to record because uh, we we had to cancel and mm. and there was some other stuff that that popped off whatever. But our first recording was in October, so like middle of October. Then we didn't record in November, and then now here we are in December. Um, but you know we're we're still trying to get through the yeah. the gist of it, you know, especially with the new co-host and them getting chemistry with each other, yeah. Um, and and everything and, and being able to run the whole podcast, it, it 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 is a lot of work, you know. Um, as you you obviously can tell, you know, when I when I listen to your story, okay, it's it's very a lot of the things that you went through because I I worked in television for a tiny little bit. Um, and you know, the industry back then was vastly different than what it is now. Right. Yes. So, um, what, what's your take on all of that? Like, you know, where the technology has gone 
and where do you think it will go in in the future like you know we think of newspapers newspapers are becoming irrelevant and magazines and magazines mm-hmm. i love magazines bro. okay you know and and we know that people more pe- more and more people are streaming mm-hmm. you know um so what are your thoughts on on that where the technology has gone and where it's going to go who knows where we're going to go next but <clears throat> in my era in my days i mean the cameras were big Heavy yep. and bulky, and you would need a lot of light. And now you have s- everybody has someone in their phone that takes a, a an image that is 20, 30 times superior than what some of the old yeah you know videos were, and um, and the old station where uh, you would listen, watch Channel Four, Channel Seven, Channel Ten. Well, now you got Hulu and you got. Um, Amazon streaming live, and you got all these things that that uh, who knows? I Maybe you won't even have a TV in your home anymore. You'll you'll have a big iPad, and you I don't know. Yeah, or I feel like TV is one of those things that will just never disappear because it's just too implemented in basically human history. It's one of our first forms of entertainment, like in second. like uh, like second Radios. but if you if, but if you think about it though like when when i was younger e- um television was huge the thing mm-hmm. that that entertained us right but now it's your ipads your 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 cell phones you know um like for instance i remember when my mom was cooking and doing all sorts of stuff she would plant me in front of the television and here watch tv for a while but now, you know, my daughter, she'll get home and she'll do her homework on her iPad because she has to do her homework on the iPad. And instead of, you know, watching television or whatever, whenever she wants to watch anything, she immediately goes for the iPad and watches her little YouTube shows or she watches her Netflix shows. Like, she doesn't watch actual television. Uh, we even put, like, the Disney channel on for her. And she's a huge fan of this show called bluey and, and some others. But lately we'll put bluey on the television for, her. she doesn't want to watch it. She wants to watch her, her iPad, her iPad her and everything. Yeah. And, you know, so, you know, you're talking about television being so much part of, of our, of our, our world, our life. You're right. It might, the TVs might not go because they're, they're getting bigger. They're getting better. But watching movies like we used to. People are growing out of it. You know? I mean, even think about HBO. HBO was a huge thing back in the day. And now yeah. HBO has focused most of their attention on their streaming platform, you know, and, and, and getting original content on their streaming platform. It's it's just changing so much. I've heard they were doing, they were trying, like, pushing to go into their streaming platform for, like, almost three, four years. Like, back in 2018, I think they were starting it. I think those is one show. They used to it used to be HBO Go and then yeah. and then it's now HBO Max. But yeah. it's not even just HBO. It's it's Hulu. I mean, Hulu has original content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazon's got original. Much do. Yeah, they all do. Part of my course level one when they start the first day of school and we start we start with chapter one, which is the history of television, how television came about, how it started with radio, how I have old old uh, recordings, you know, people would, the families would gather around the radio and 
you will hear in our last episode, Judy was mad because her boyfriend broke up with her. And then you hear, Judy, are you okay? Yeah. There's somebody at the door. <coughs> oh, it's you. So you have to imagine what's going on. Yeah, yeah. And, and then from there, television, some of the early shows, well, they were all live. And uh, the game shows. And so I have video clips of all this stuff I show the kids. And then I always tell the kids, you know, if you had a favorite show that was on Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock, your butt better be home Wednesday night at 8 o'clock or you're not going to see that show. At all. Mm, because yeah. you could not record it and watch it later. You know, it's funny yeah. that you mentioned that because I'm a huge, huge Back to the Future fan. <laughs> and there's this awesome part in, in the Back to the Future where Marty McFly goes back to 1955, whatever, and he's at his mom's what is his mom as a teenager, he's at her at her house and they're watching a Jackie Gleason show. Yes. And he's like, Oh, I remember that uh, that's a rerun. <laughs> and and her and her and her little brother looks at him like, What's a rerun? What's a rerun? <laughs> <laughs> so so you're right. Like if if you had a favorite show back then, even even when I was a kid, okay, when I was a kid, if you wanted to watch a specific show you you had to be there because if not you weren't going to watch it they, there wasn't reruns there wasn't TiVo there wasn't any of this things you know when I was little I, I watched stuff like with no coordination whatsoever like I watched one show I mean not one show one episode and then I probably like wait three four months later then go to the, like the next season and then I'm like oh wait a second uh, that's like not the show anymore what's happening <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny is when I grew up, we had f four channels, okay? Really? Here in Miami, you had, you know, going back in my time, you had channel four, channel seven, channel ten, and channel six was an independent, and independent means you they weren't aligned with the network, so they had their own old reruns and stuff. Now, I find myself sitting in my little chair with a remote, like, chuk, 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 chuk. it's like I have like over a hundred and some of my channels and I can't find one I want to watch. I <laughs> said, man, in my days we have four channels. So, and if you wanted to change the channels, you had to get off, go change it and go back to your seat. Yeah. And when you grew up with four brothers, you better do it fast or one of them's going to take your seat and say, yeah, you lost it. But it's <laughs> yeah. like, okay, we got to change channels. You do it. No, you do it. No, you do it. Nobody wanted to go change the channel because you would... <laughs> Did you ever make like that one stick? The I forgot what it was called. You know the little robot hands that like oh, extends. Yeah, the stands to like, like the antennas basically. No. Yeah. Oh, you mean the yeah, little, the little Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're called rabbit ears that you would put on top oh of the yeah. TV. Rabbit. And then if the signal was weak, you would take tin foil, put it at the end to see if you can get a better signal then it didn't work, but yeah. Or you'd be moving the rabbit ears and Oh, hold it right there. Don't move. Don't move. So like a dummy, you're sitting there holding it while they're watching TV. Yeah. <laughs> if you let it go, the picture goes away, but that's the old transmission before cable. You know how cable TV got started? How? You needed an antenna outside your house or rabbit ears to get the signal. I think it was in, in Pennsylvania. There was a small town that was surrounded by mountains. They didn't get the signal. So one person that was well off put an antenna on top of one of the mountains and ran a long cable to his house, and he got TV. So the neighbors started. So he started cutting them all in, and then he started charging them. And that's how cable pretty much came about. That's the history of how cable started. It's pretty wow. interesting. And then 
they started, well, if we're going to run a cable, then we can, we can offer a variety of different programs. And then that's where HBO came in and Movie Channel and Cinemax and all these and things. And then CNN and uh, Turner. Turner is, uh, I forget his first Ted name. Ted Turner. Ted Turner had stations in um, Atlanta. And he, um, an independent station. So he started cable. He took his station and put it on cable, and people would pay to get, people in San Diego would pay to get Ted Turner station. Mm -hmm. So he started um, CNN, and he started uh, TBS's Turner Broadcasting System. So, yes. Yeah. So I Everything I teach, oh. level one, history of television, they learn all this stuff. And they sit there, half of them are bored, half of them are really interested, so... Yeah, I love the style of like old tele, well, the old television TVs and the camera recorders and all that other stuff because they're a little bit more colorful. Not in a sense like the picture, but like physically, they had a lot more color because now like it's like a flat screen TV that's just black, no style, and like Sony on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know, I know what you're talking about. I had. I had different color TVs growing up. I had a green one. I, I, brown was like the most common color because um, it gave you that look of wood. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I had green color TV. I had a blue color TV. You know, it's, you know, different TVs, different colors, whatever. Um, but, you know, as, you know, as, as technology has gotten better, okay, mm -hmm. um, I feel like, there's so much more options, but there's also less options because, like you were saying, you you get you you go on cable, you got like a hundred channels to look at, and then there's like nothing to watch, you know, <laughs> and um and sometimes you know the other thing is like the quality of programming at certain times feels like it takes a step back. Um, I'm a I'm a big fan of certain shows now. I'm a huge Breaking Bad fan. Breaking Bad was yes, like sir. was unbelievably written and uh, shot, and everything it was an it was an amazing show. Um, they carried it over to Better Call Saul, and they carried yeah. yes. and 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 the and, same, and, and, the same. and created it a whole separate story. The same, yes, but it was it was the cinematography was the same, right. and it was really the angles and yes, right, and yeah. and 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 those kind of shows come out every once in a while but like there's so many shows that are come out and they, the, the quality the acting the writing they're not as good as they once were because everyone's so like aggressive no but even yeah. like old sitcoms like you think about old sitcoms yeah they were way better than some of them <laughs> i mean you, have now. you think of like you know all in the family okay that's classic that is classic all in the family i remember watching that show as a kid on on reruns because uh, I'm I'm too young for that show mm -hmm. for that show, but I remember that show watching it as a kid and and laughing at some of the jokes, um, and and I'm I'm thinking about like now as an adult like for that show would not air today not now no that Archie Bunker a big racist I mean yeah, but but the level of writing in that comedy show was amazing even like yes. a show like The Office which is like more recent, yeah. okay. Uh, the, the the level of writing, the jokes, they they were brilliant. It also has to go a lot with the the passion, the acting. I feel like it's like more of them always having like this constant pressure to always have more content because if they won't get have more content, then the viewers would just get tired of it. And if the viewers get tired of it, then they have like eighty thousand more uh, options to go for. 
it's also very hard to think about new shows and new ideas because most of the things have already been done. That's my opinion. Yeah. Most of the things have already been done, so it's kind of hard to think about a new idea. Uh, for example, Breaking Bad was already like something amazing. How do you follow up something like that with Better Call Saul? That was one of the things I'm yeah. well, talking about. Well, it's a spinoff. Mm-hmm. It's a spinoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, and they spin him off to his own show. That used to happen all the time with, yeah. uh, with shows like uh, you talk about Archie Bunker. In uh, all in the family, their neighbors were the Jeffersons. Yep, and, and it was a up. black family that moved into a, an all white neighborhood, and and it was a big thing in those days. So what happens? They spun it off to a show called The Jeffersons, and they had their where he makes it big in his uh, his laundromats, and he buys a condo in a big high rise in New York and Manhattan and all that. And he doesn't. It's like a black family fitting in. Yeah, in those yeah, days, yeah. we're talking about the seventies. Yeah, know, so. But I remember, I watch all those shows. You watch them on rerun. I watch them live because yeah. I mean, I um, when did you graduate from high school? Ninety-seven. I graduated in seventy-one. Wow. wow. <laughs> so I was in in the sixties. I was in elementary and and junior high. We called it because it was junior high was seventh, eighth, and ninth. Yeah, my daughter yeah. always yeah. called it junior high. And, and like middle what's junior high. Middle school changed it, but oh, you know what's funny? I was one of the first. Um, I was in the first year that they t- turned from junior to middle. Well, they changed this. Yeah, because I remember uh, going from fifth grade to sixth grade at, at Shenandoah Middle School, and I remember I, I was on a, on a on a bus, and there was a kid on that bus who who saw me, and obviously I looked like a little sixth grader. He looked at me and he, and he gave me attitude, and and he's like, "Man, we didn't want you. We wanted we wanted to keep the ninth graders." <laughs> Well, even here now, mm-hmm. I see some ninth graders, and and I look at them and go, "Holy cow, they belong." Yeah, they're young and they're little, <laughs> but high school when I got there was tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Yeah, yeah, you you started high school as a sophomore. That's crazy. And then things have changed from those days till now. I mean, now you guys, I'll never forget when when I f- first started teaching, and uh, it was at middle school when I told you. But then when I went to the high school. It's a football game, and in my mentality, football games were like big crowds. I mean, Friday night you go to to um, Tropical Park or Miami Dade Stadium or whatever, and so I'm telling my wife, "Let's go to the game." And my older son was, we all went to the game, and it's like maybe 80 people there. I'm like, "What's going on?" We used to pack the stadium, and then afterwards we all go back to the high school and have us. A sock hop. You know why they call it a sock hop? Why do they call it a sock hop? Because in the gym, you can't go on the basketball court with your shoes, so they would have music for dancing. You have to take your shoes off and go in your socks. So we would have a sock hop in the gym, you know, until like 11 o'clock or whatever, and we do all kinds of different crazy things to entertain ourselves yeah. Yeah. because we didn't have all this. I don't know if you guys have ever seen Falcon Weekly, my... Um, my yes, sixth yeah. period class, yeah. they do it. And this last one, they they wanted to do a story time with Martinez. So tell a story about your, your high school days. And I told them one about we used to hang out at this park. And we, uh, it was mostly couples, you know, like maybe 12 of us. And we hang out there after school, this and that. And on Saturday nights or Friday nights, you know. So one day we're hanging around. What are we doing? What are we doing? Well, we didn't know what to do. It's like you go to the movies. or We didn't have all these little fun things you guys have. So we said, why don't we have a scavenger hunt? I said, scavenger hunt? 
that's boring. You're going to walk around hiding things behind a tree and stuff. No, no, no. Let's have a citywide scavenger hunt. <laughs> so what we did was uh, we all met there that night. That in the afternoon, we wrote the list of everything that we had to get for the scavenger hunt. And the time was from 7 to 11. And I think it was like six or eight cars, couples in each car. So the scavenger hunt, you had to get a menu from Denny's. You got to have a, a cup of sand from the beach. You had to get a movie ticket stub. You had to get an ice cube, a hot light bulb. You had to get a, well, you had to borrow a hubcap from a Cadillac. We didn't. Yeah. We borrowed, yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was a whole list of things, and it was fun. You, know, you run into Denny's, and you sit down, and they bring your water. Oh, give us a few minutes to order. And as soon as they walk away, you grab a menu and go out the door <laughs> <laughs> and go to your next stop and whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever. That's funny. <laughs> but it was, uh, it was, we used to do things like this to entertain ourselves. I would love to do that. That would be fun. Nowadays, we just use our phones. <laughs> but, you know. Um, that's one thing I wanted to ask. How do you, how is, you've been obviously teaching for a really long time, right? How do you adapt to new technologies, like, you know, new editing programs throughout the years, you know, since the first time you started teaching? Oh, that's, basically I use the same software that I've been using since 1999 when I f bought my first Adobe program and Premiere and I started, I think I started with Premiere 1.0 and it went to 1.5, 2.0 and then they started with it the uh, CS, and then so I've every year I've adapted to it. But um, what gets to me is this new stuff that we have to use, like Schoolology. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was on that. Rest okay. in peace, teams. In in my in my uh, curriculum, there is no place for Schoolology. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, but we have to use it, so. Once in a while, I put an assignment in there for them to do or something. But you know, speaking of, of, of stuff like that, like you know, I, I go from like my experience when when I was teaching uh, during the pandemic time, right? That was, and we were doing the Zoom. Like I know for journalism one, I there were certain things that I normally did with my journalism one students that I couldn't do over Zoom, so I had to scrap, adapt, and change. How about you and, 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 you know, with your program and with your stuff? Because you're a very hands-on program, right? Yes. So when when we had to do the Zoom stuff, right, how, how, what did you do to adapt? Well, with my level one classes, it was no problem because that was book work pretty much. For at least uh, a half or a little bit more than half of a year. But with my advanced classes, what I did was it became strictly – a software class. That's all I did. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. so um, I would make a folder and put video clips in there, and I would give them an online lesson in Zoom, and I would show them with the software how to do the title, how to animate the title, how to do this, how to add uh, sound effects and so forth, and I would record it, and they could have access to it and play it and do it at the same time if they wanted to. And then they had to do it, <coughs> finish the video, and then I had two ways of turning it in. They could, you know, like, I see you're using GarageBand. So you can save what we're recording now, and it would save it as a project file. Right. Mm -hmm. 
But if I take that project file to another computer, since all the recordings are here, it will not open it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. that's happened to me. So what? since I had all the project files in my computer and they would download it, okay. they could save me the project file easy. It didn't take a lot of memory to, to turn it in. And then I would open it in my computer as if they were them and I could see. Okay. I could see the way they cut it, the way they did this and so forth. And then another version was to actually make a video and just send it to me. WeTransfer.com is a service that okay. gives you two gigabytes for free. So most of them would just... So I would give... Monday I would give the um, the assignment and show them. Let's say Monday, Wednesday class. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Wednesday, I would refresh and go with them over again. And, I, and whoever was done and turned in, I would look at it and I would critique it right. and give them the opportunity to change it. And then Friday... It had to be done, but of course, you know you, you know you went through this. You turn on the screen, and especially the first block, you have a whole bunch of images of kids in their pajamas with their pillows, laying back on the bed, half asleep. <laughs> and sounds um, like you. Yep, boom times. You I would have now. a student that was an A student, and then the following year, on the Zoom, his grades went because they didn't do the the work. They just didn't want to do the work. They were home. So, yes. It makes sense. But, you know, some of the software and stuff that adapt to it, no, learn how to use it. And my Zoom, Notebook, Schoolology, all this stuff. Schoology. So I always pronounce it wrong. Schoology. Schoology. Yeah, it's Schoology. Yeah. Schoology. I was told, like, they, they were, like, really... They, like, they were being a very explicit about it in the meeting. They were like, oh, they were correcting, like, eight nine different teachers because of that well i don't know if you remember i forgot what it was called what was that software that when we started the 2020 that whole last month of the summer we worked on getting our classes in line and they spent millions of dollars on k-12 oh my god oh my god i remember that was uh yeah, I remember. I remember seeing the dog when the, when it crashed and <laughs> thinking, "You're you're the probably the first dog I dislike." Wow. <laughs> K twelve did not last long. I remember. A little no, it didn't work. It didn't work. It didn't work. It did not work at all. And 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 it was just a terrible program. Uploading, you know, n- uploading your stuff on there was terrible. The 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 connection to the to the students, the Zoom or like the, their Zoom version was was just awful like it just didn't didn't work at all um so now you know you, you say that you don't see yourself ever retiring which i I'm, I'm on that same boat as well yeah i've i've always told my students that my goal in life is to you know while i'm teaching to drop dead right at that moment <laughs> so 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 that way i traumatize them the way they've traumatized their teachers you know, that's that's always been the goal. Um, but, you know, as you're getting up there in age, um, do you feel that at some point you might say, you know what? I've had enough. No, I yeah, I just renewed my teaching certificate. So I have five years, five more years. So, so we're looking at 75 take me to 75. Yeah. So between now and the next five years, I will probably retire. Mostly, mm. probably the last year. I'll probably go the full five years. If you, if you, let's say you retire at seventy-five, right? Um, what would you do in your free time now that you know at that moment? Because you know, I think of like 
you know, my father-in-law, he just recently retired and now he's a huge like Strava fan and he's going for all these walks and then he's doing other, other builds and he's always been a handy guy. Um, but he, like, he's trying to find ways to stay busy. Um, you know, do you have ideas, plans? I'll cross that bridge when I get to it. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I know I have a younger brother that's uh, 30 years with the Miami City, Miami Fire Department, and he retired, and he's always loved golf, and he's doing it right. He's got a job at a golf course and drives around a little golf cart telling the move it along, move it along. Uh, they call him the marshal, I think is what it's called or whatever. And uh, he plays a lot of golf, and he works at the golf course, and that's all he does. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That sounds that's really like fun. Yeah, I mean, so for someone who has And he gets a nice golf. pension, so, yes. Well, you said you have no idea what you're going to do after you retire, mostly. Um, but has there been anything that you wish you would have accomplished in your lifetime? Not really. I've you accomplished everything? Not really, no. I, I think it's going around in, in, in cycles, you know. Yeah. yeah. And what's meant to be is meant to be, and... In high school, uh, journalism, photography, that's what was my thing. And we didn't have video. We used mm -hmm. to have film, 8 millimeter, <laughs> put a little camera, and <laughs> silent and so forth. But like I was a photographer for the, the newspaper and the yearbook. And some of my pictures are in my old yearbook and stuff. And then I went off to uh, school, and that's what I wanted, journalism and um, photography mostly. But I was very thin-skinned. Yeah. And people would critique your work, and then I would get all pissed off. Right. Can I yeah. say that on the air? Yeah, you can say yeah. pissed off. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. And, and uh, yeah, so then I also took some uh, broadcast classes in, at, uh, in, in Gainesville, and uh, there was a radio. I did some radio stuff like this and, and so forth. And we, we did have a campus radio, mm. and um, that's how I got into – Working in broadcasting yeah. And, yeah. and working for the TV s stuff and all that, but um, it just you 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 get you get to a point in life where you're you don't really have any regrets. You you, you just kind of like you know it what it, it is what it is sort of mentality. You know, th and that's the mentality that I have. I'm only 43 years old, so like my mentality is very like it is what it is. Um, but when I was younger, when, especially when I first started teaching, cause when I first started teaching, I don't know about you, I, I, I didn't want to do it. I did it out of necessity yes. and convenience. And it, because when I graduated, I graduated college in 2001 and, um, obviously in 2001, we know what big event occurred, which was nine 11. Right. And I was at the time before 9-11, you know, sending out my resume because I worked in radio uh, uh, in, in my college radio station. I did TV there and everything. I interned at, at NBC and and I had some contacts. But at the time that I was, you know, trying to get hired, there was not many jobs available. And then 9-11 occurs and we had freezes. And it's like, what am I going to do? And then I, my mom's like, you need to work. So there's an opening for a sub and then that led to me teaching. And, you know, when I first started teaching, you know, I liked it. It was okay, but it wasn't my passion. And I wanted to get into radio and television in some way, shape or form. 
But as the years continue to progress and more and more and more, it was just sort of like, okay, I guess this is my calling. This is what I'm supposed to do. And little by little, my regrets kind of faded away. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's it's because, you know, now I'm at a different place in my life. You know, I have a beautiful wife. I have an adorable daughter. And I don't think about what I wanted to do. I just think about, okay, what can I do to make their lives better my life better. That's the only thing that matters to me now. Hmm. Yeah. I was really thinking about this one thing that you're talking about with your brother. I felt like the only thing that sucks about him, like being the whatever, what was it called again? What's that? The the thing that he was called by when he was in like the golf thing. The marshal. The, the marshal. Yeah. I think the only problem with that is that it, he doesn't really get retirement benefits because yeah. Well, he's already yeah. retired. No, I he mean enjoying life for being of uh, the marshal. You know, he's already retired. He's already getting his pension. This he is something that he, he doesn't have to work. He's oh, doing so it so just, just to, keep, to keep busy. So yeah. to kind of explain in, in Michael terms, we got <laughs> to explain terms. it in Michael terms. So if I retire from teaching, I get a pension. Okay. Okay. So that means money's coming in. Okay. Based on my retirement. And then I get another job. So now I have two incomes coming in. Uh, okay. That's what his brother's doing. Okay, okay, okay. Now I understand. So he's I didn't doing really something he like really that. enjoys and he's getting paid for I it. Like Isn't that he has to work? No, no, no. I thought like when you have like the the pension stuff, like if you get a job, it freezes it or something. No, 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 really no not at all. No. 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 It doesn't freeze um, because that pension has nothing to do with your job, the new job. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah now I'm understanding it a little bit more. <laughs> Jesus, Michael. Like I like if I wanted to, let's say I wanted to retire from the system. Okay. I, I hit my 35 years. And I want to retire. I can do what a lot of other teachers have done: jump into the charter schools, yes, and get that paycheck while getting your pension as well. My wife's a teacher at a charter school. I won't do it. I've and done it before. And she's well. She's also a professor at Miami Dade College at night. <coughs> but some of the stuff the charter school pushes her to do, it's like we don't, we don't do that. My, my wife's uh, a teacher at a charter school, and so is my sister-in-law now. They'll tell her you have to be here Saturday. Yeah, she has to come in Saturday and not yep. get paid. But you know, what was your first job, Mr. Lahey? In teaching or just in your general? First job in life. I was. I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm not kidding you. I was in elementary, okay, and I worked at a at a convenience store, a local convenience store in Little Havana, where I grew up, and I think I was maybe ten years old. Wow. Wow. And and I worked as the little stock boy there. Oh. Well, they were giving you money to... Under the table. Yeah. My first job was at McDonald's. And remember I said I grew up in the 60s. So I went to a seminar to learn how to make a Big Mac. And the Big Mac was introduced. Because all we had was burgers. Cheeseburgers, hamburgers, doubles, fish sandwich. That was about it. But And also the prices were a little different. Yeah. You know, For a buck, you can get a hell of a meal. You can get two burgers, fries, a Coke, and an apple pie. Wow. Those days. <laughs> I, I 1968, yes. <laughs> now we don't really have a dollar menu anymore. <laughs> well, when I got to high school, my dad uh, would give me my allowance, and my allowance was uh, $5 a week. And with $5, I could put gas in my car and go to the movies. And <laughs> I, I used to so put much fi- with it. I used to put $5 in my car and get like half a tank. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, how much is it? 
like for it's four a full gallon. tank, like f- yeah. four or five gallon. What was I saying? Uh, yeah, I was I was watching this one documentary about like how they created this chicken nugget, which was like crazy. I didn't, and the kids meal, which was all both created by like McDonald's, technically speaking, because they made the Happy Meal and all that stuff, which was a crazy thought to me. I thought like, oh, the kids a kids meal was like always a thing in restaurants. No, like, no, no, no. Yeah, they weren't. I remember getting Happy Meals when I was a little kid, and those were, like, the best. And, and other restaurants didn't have them. Burger King didn't have them. Taco Bell didn't have them. None of those places had them. It was only McDonald's is where you got the Happy Meal. Yeah. No. We all saw the, the McDonald's movie the, about Ray Kroc, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. 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 I seen the, fa- uh, fa- the, founder, uh, the founder. The founder. The founder. There you go. Yeah, interesting. That Very interesting. Um, also, one thing you said about the, the chicken nuggets, I heard they're not 100% chicken. <laughs> no, they are. No, I heard chicken parts. Yeah, chicken parts. You see, like bones. But that's still chicken. That, I guess that's they're 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 made by Tyson Chicken Com- Corporation. They're still chicken. It's 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 still chicken, but it's what 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 I found out is that uh, McDonald's has a contract with like Tyson, and they get their nuggets from them, and they get a specific uh, recipe just for them. Like like the public gets Tyson chicken at. Publix or whatever you go grocery shopping and it's a certain type of chicken nugget that they have but McDonald's gets a separate one so mm. um any uh, I'm like I'm like kind of curious about that now because like about what <laughs> chicken well I mean we, we, oh. we've taken oh. Michael's brain and now he's gonna go <laughs> just enjoy on a the food Michael don't worry about how it's don't made. worry I mean about it Michael no. Actually, when I worked when I worked at McDonald's, the French fries were fresh. You couldn't get any freshness. We get the potatoes, and there was a machine that would peel them, cut them, and then we'd fry the fresh potatoes. That sounds expensive, though. Well, now at least now. Well, that's why now they get them. You know, like they freeze dry them and stuff. Well, McDonald's fries are actually shot through a cannon. Did you know that? Oh wait, what do you mean? Well, the growers deliver the the potatoes to the to the plant where they're washed and and so forth and then there is a air pressure it's a long cannon at the end it's a series of razor blades and when they fire the potato through it one after another quickly as they hit the razor blades they split into those little thin things that you buy oh wow the julienne yeah. fries yeah that's crazy so I didn't know wow. that. that's one of my really assignments cool. that I give the kids is they have to do a did you know video and they have to research and then did and one of the kids did that a few years ago and, and that's awesome that's a pretty yeah. cool assignment yeah well, another one did. Did you know Papa John's pizza started in a broom closet? And then oh she yeah. went on with Jessica Cornick. I don't know if you remember Jessica. The name sounds familiar. She I don't did a real nice job on that. And it how uh, he was always fascinated about working in a pizza place while going to college. And his father had this little dive bar. And um, he cleaned out the closet and bought a pizza. He sold his Camaro, bought a pizza oven, and started selling pizzas to the patrons there. And that's how he he got started, where once he made it, he hired a private detective to find the Camaro Z28 that he had sold, and he bought it back and had it restored for $250,000, and that became the Papa John's. uh, Wow, that's that's actually a really cool story. Some of these kids actually dig up really neat subjects about did you know. That is actually a really, really cool assignment. Wow. On a pizza store. (laughs) It's like a franchise, so I think it's like three, well, I was searching up about that, like with McDonald's. McDonald's, I think, to buy one of them is like four, five million dollars. But obviously, you need like you need to work apparently f- like three years of uh, cons- not consumer. Sorry, it's 
<laughs> I forgot what kind of experience is it. Most of them are are company owned now. Their their franchises yeah. are <laughs> kind of getting weeded out. All right. So, yeah. um, I, any final thoughts, guys? Well, you have some pretty interesting stories. I appreciate your work. I'm in your class. I love your class. It's one of the best classes I have, and it was awesome to have you here. Listening to your stories was amazing. Well, thanks for having me here, guys. Yeah, it was. It was actually, uh, you know, I was telling them because I know you as a teacher, you know, because you've been here for a long, long, long time. Um, but as a person, we never really interacted like that. And, and you know, hearing your stories and some of the things, it's 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 actually refreshing to to see the side of you. So uh, I'm super glad that you uh, you came and uh, joined our little podcast. Well, thank you very much, guys. <laughs> Keep That's it amazing. up. Keep it up, thank and send so me that when the next one's coming out, so we can start promoting it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We got that'll some. Be, we got awesome. some practice to do. <laughs> some that, practice. That's for sure. We're getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> little by little. Little by little. Little by Baby little. Steps. We're hoping. We're hoping that by the time we reach, you know, maybe February, we'll we'll get a nice little groove because we still yeah. got, you know, we got to get our January show and 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 you know, hopefully get more more practice in mm-hmm. yeah all right guys well all with right. that being said i think it's time to sign off so much for listening okay. thank you so much for listening to the falcon views we'll see you guys in the next episode he said it again we'll Did see I you guys till next time till next time till next time i saw you because of my youtube days till next time <laughs> 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 <laughs>